Welcome to the very first episode of Born to Transform. I am really excited about this episode because uh, I am a perfectionist and the perfectionist in me set up time this week to be in silence, to write about the topic, to write everything that I wanted to say uh, in today's episode and now that I'm recording and now that I was setting the space, the atmosphere and everything that I like when I'm recording, I wasn't resonating with what I wrote. I wasn't resonating with the topic. And you really, you can notice when when something doesn't resonate, when you push something but you really don't want to say that or you really don't want to talk about it. So today's episode is coming from a really authentic place, um, pushing the boundaries of my comfort zone. And that is very exciting because even if it doesn't go the way my mind wants it to be, um, I know I'll have the satisfaction of following my instinct, which is something that I try to live by every day. I, I've been pushed out of my comfort zone a lot throughout my life and especially in the last eight years, but it's a push that I'm used to by now because it has happened so many times that I know how to handle that face of being uncomfortable and I'm talking about the challenge of moving to another place of moving to another city another country where you don't know anyone I did it first when I was 19 I moved from my hometown Bogota to Montreal to study French for six months I didn't know anyone I didn't know French and I had a good high school English but it was still high school English mm, that was my first time I loved the city I loved the people but the program that I wanted was only in French in Montreal so I had to move to Toronto and I did, again, not knowing anyone. Uh, it was my first time in that city, too. I spent my four years there of industrial design. Uh, but I really, I didn't connect with the city. I was living on the outsides, which really didn't help. <laughs> um, shout out to my fellow Humber classmates um, so I, I finished university and I decided to move back to Montreal because I, I really fell in love with the city mm, and this was 2020 mid-pandemic all of my friends that I knew were gone because we were all studying French and it was only a six-month program so again I moved and I didn't know anyone but I already had the tools to handle that uncomfortable state of being by yourself or starting over again. 
But this time I really wanted that change, which also helped. And now <laughs> because of immigration laws, I had to move from Montreal to Vancouver, again to a city where I really didn't knew people that were like close in my neighborhood. I, I have two friends. I was I wasn't starting from from base ground as in the other cities. But it was still a very challenging move. I think my point here is that when you experience something for the first time, it is very challenging. But then as you move on, you have the tools to deal with it and to handle better situations that make you uncomfortable. So today I want to talk about the four different bodies that compose the human being. I call it PEMS. Physical body, emotional body, mental body, and spiritual body. I think my first time getting in touch with my spiritual body was in what people call an spiritual awakening of sorts. I experienced this for I experienced this for the first time in 2019, summer of 2019. I was spending summer in Canada for the first time since I moved, for the first time in five years. I was doing my internship downtown Toronto and I had to commute from the outsides of the city to the very core of downtown, which was almost an hour uh, getting there and then an hour coming back. But it was such a new experience for me. It's like knowing Canada in the summer versus knowing Canada only in the winter. It was a fantastic experience. And the long commute helped me to start reading and to really get passionate about reading, which has helped my life in so many different ways. Um, and one day I was, I was commuting. I was alone in the bus because I was the first stop. That's how far away I lived. And it was just one of those scenarios where everything looks pretty. Everything looks perfect. The sky was blue. The birds were singing. Um, it was warm outside, which was very rare, like very first time for me. And I just had this moment when I zoomed out or zoomed in, more, more like it. And I was just experiencing this peace and this joy. And it was overwhelming joy to the point where I feel like it was like in ecstasy. I don't know how really that feels like when you're using drugs, but <laughs> I imagine that's how it feels like. But in in a very natural way, my my body 
my spiritual body, my physical body, they were all connected and I was experiencing this amazing bliss. And when that kind of ended, I was shocked. But I asked myself, what the heck was that? I want to feel like this every day of my life. And that's where I started just researching and reading and listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, I read a lot of things that I resonated with. I read a lot of things that I didn't really resonate with. I let my intuition follow the knowledge that I wanted to receive. And that started my journey of personal development, my journey of being a life coach and to never start learning and evolving and progressing myself and knowing myself. So this was my first time getting in touch with my spiritual body and starting this journey. Now, we are all very aware of our physical body. This is where we spend most of our time thinking, getting ready, getting pretty, getting thinner, getting more muscle, getting taller, trying to be shorter. We spend a lot of energy thinking on our physical bodies. But we never really learned that we have more than one body, that we coexist with our emotions, that we coexist with our spirituality. And our minds are a very big part of what makes us human. But we only really learn to take care of our physical body and not always in a very healthy way. So I will read, I have a little notebook here, so maybe if you hear the paper rustling, well, now you know what it is. But I have what a balanced and unbalanced body would look like and what you can do to spend more energy taking care of that body. So we all know that our physical body is what we see. It is our first mirror, our first template, the first thing that we maybe struggle with, the first thing we see in the morning. If maybe you're kind to yourself in the morning or maybe you try to bring yourself down, it all comes from your eyes that are watching your expression that are watching you're watching yourself it's well I'm gonna make an analogy at the end that I really like and it really helps me understand but bear with me for a moment the physical body is what what shows how we're doing in all aspects of life so for example if we get very little sleep at night, our body would show. If we are not getting enough iron, our bodies would show. 
and so on and so on. So a balanced body, it's an open body. It's flexible. It's healthy. All the minerals and all the vitamins are in check. It's free of pain. It's free of toxicity. It's free of acidity. An unbalanced body has loss of el elasticity, has interrupted organ function, it's heavy and it's full of stress. Now, if we enter the emotional body, this is the one that represents our experiences in the world and how we interpret these experiences. The emotional body, it's our nervous system, our hormones, our touch, the absorption of water and the release of water, which is crying, which is sweating. In the emotional body, we have stored the emotions like anger, like sadness, fear, pain, guilt, resentment, jealousy, shame. All of our wounds and traumas get stored here. And we, when we're not addressing them, that starts showing in other bodies that we have in our lives. So a balanced emotional body looks like empathy looks honesty, looks like generosity. We don't judge others, but more importantly, we don't judge ourselves because that's where judge comes from. And there is a drive to give without expectations. An unbalanced emotional body looks like lack of confidence. You live driven by fear and you're anxious and obsessive. Our mental body, it's formed by beliefs, by our dreams, by our behaviors, our values, goals, judgments. Here we house all the intellectual, rational and analytical thoughts. This is the place where we process information and how we use our words. This is the body where the key elements of our thoughts become a reality. So a balanced mental body is proactive. It's full of problem resolutions. It's capable of solving emotional and physical problems in a clear manner, And it houses emotional responsibility, which is something that we'll definitely talk about in episodes to come. And an unbalanced mental body looks like confusion, lack of purpose, low self-esteem, selfishness, low capacity for empathy, and mental fogginess. Last but not least, our spiritual body. 
this is our essence, the very core of who we are. This place that cannot be accessed by anyone but yourself. It is the connection with ourselves and with others. Other ways of putting the spiritual body is our being, our energy, our consciousness, our intuition and that self-knowledge that we have. It is also our connection to the earth and to the universe, to God, to the divine, however you like to call it. A balanced spiritual body looks at ease. It's creative. It's strong. It feels love. It can be loved and it can give love as well. And it's trustworthy. It's full of trust from within. This spiritual body represents the balance of the other three bodies. Reflecting the notion that we are bigger than the total sum of our parts. An unbalanced spiritual body looks anxious, depressed, It has a lack of purpose. It's very intertwined with our mind. It has fear of their unknown. It has fear of being excluded. They are victims of fate. And they experience a lack of connection. Now, what do we do to give energy to all of these four physical bodies to remain balanced in all aspects. Now, I think we are acutely aware of how we can treat our physical body and how we can provide the attention that it needs. Strengthening your body stretching, eating healthy, having good sleeping habits, spending time in nature, getting an occasional massage, yoga, pilates. I personally love doing tai chi because I feel it not only helps my physical body, but it also helps my emotional body. Um, going to emotional bodies the way that you can feel balance in this area is with meditation, journaling, especially journaling past experiences, but also just thoughts that you have in the present. And journaling, journaling for me has been one of my favorites because it helps my mental body get rid of all the thoughts that are constantly playing on repeat. When I have them on paper, they don't play on repeat anymore. They might come to me occasionally, but they're not a constant anymore, which is very helpful. Practicing gratitude is also a great way of balancing our emotional body. Practicing forgiveness to yourself and others. This is a challenging one, but it gives a lot of relief 
and a lot of maybe burden that we have on our shoulders. Deepening our connection with other people, with love, with attention, with listening to what they have to say. And last but not least, breathing techniques. Breathing is the only function of the body that we have the power to manipulate, that we have the power to change in according to what we want to experience. And it's a very powerful tool. Our mental body, meditation, it's also a great tool for our mental body. It's a space when you can give it some silence and some rest from all of the, I think it's 70,000 thoughts a day that we live by. Not taking into account all the social media videos that we consume. Also, expanding your knowledge through reading or learning something new. It's of great aid for your mental body to keep it balanced. Positive mantras and affirmations. This is a really powerful tool for our mental body, but also for our self-esteem, which is also a topic. It's one of my favorites, and we'll talk about it more in episodes to come. Conversations with an emotional, intelligent person can also help unburden some of the things that your mind thinks, some of the behaviors that you might be stuck with. It's an expanding experience. And channeling thoughts through creativity. And creativity is represented so many ways. It doesn't have to be something artistic. But it can be channeled through a lot of activities. If you're a mechanical engineer, you can channel creativity. If you are a plumber, you can channel creativity. Every aspect of life requires creativity. Otherwise, we as a human race, we wouldn't be here right now. And again, last but not least, for a balanced spiritual body, a daily meditation practice. And this is an aspect that is present in our emotional body, in our mental body, in our spiritual body. Because it plays a very important role in living a balanced life. Another thing is to learn to work with your energy. So if you're, if you're a person who has periods, then learning how to work with your cycle, it's, it would be of extreme help to know in which days of the month you have more energy, in which days of the month you are more creative, in which days of the month you should be resting more and going inwards so that later you can go outwards. Or if you practice Reiki or acupuncture, it's a great way of 
really learning how to work with your vital energy. Deep breathing for connection and breathing practice. It's also a very good tool to connect with other spiritual body and to be balanced and healthy in our spiritual cycles. Practicing gratitude and generosity. I find that is a really powerful tool to use on a daily basis. Even if it's a small, even if it's a, maybe to your mind would be insignificant. But it brings a satisfaction that enhances your aura, your human being, your all of your beings, all of your bodies. So now that we've covered all of our four bodies that we have as human beings, the physical body, emotional body, mental body, and a spiritual body, you might be wondering, how do they all connect? Where are they? And this is the analogy that I was talking about earlier, um, and it goes as follows. Imagine there's, there's a car. The car is your physical body. The driver of that car is your spiritual body, your, your essence, yourself, your inner knowing. The co-pilot of that car is our mental body guiding us, sort of like the GPS, the analytical part of our being. And on the back seat, we have our emotional body, our inner child. Now, if you see this scenario and you're going on this very long road trip, you can see how if one of those bodies, it's not in sync and is unbalanced and it's causing trouble, it's going to be harder for the whole car and for the whole trip to go smoothly and without any issues. Imagine your emotional body is having a lot of trouble right now. Imagine your emotional body as being your inner child with a lot of unresolved trauma, with a lot of hurt, maybe a lot of sadness, maybe anger, and it is jumping up and down in the back seat. That would create a distraction for the driver, for the co-pilot, even for our physical body, even for that car. It's going to create a derailing going off the road, going maybe into a pothole, getting a flat tire. But if we stop for a second and address that problem and address our inner child, address our emotional body, then it's not going to be jumping up and down at the end. It's going to be at peace. It's going to be balanced. And the road is going to be more enjoyable 
there are always going to be bumps because that's the point of being human. You're, we're here to learn. We're here to expand and evolve our soul, ourselves. But we really have to pay attention to all these components so that we can feel at ease and can enjoy this journey a little more. Because remember, if I have myself, I have it all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you liked this episode. Please let me know in the comments. If you, saw, if you follow us on Instagram, boardtotransform.ca, let me know in a DM, let me know in the comments, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.